Pro Group Management. Workers' comp that works for you. I'm Rachel Dahl here on Nevada Newsmakers today for Sam Shad. I'll be visiting with Dr. Summer Stevens, who's the superintendent of schools at the Churchill County School District out in Fallon and also superintendent of the year for the state of Nevada today on an all-new Nevada Newsmakers. I'm here at the Carson Valley Inn in Mindham with Joey Whitaker. Entertainment here at the Carson Valley Inn is extraordinary. Yeah, super proud of the TJ's Corral, our outdoor venue, about 1,500 seats. We've had first-class entertainment out there. We've had Merle Haggard, we've had Chris Young, we've had Lee Bryce a couple times, we've had Pat Benatar, Joan Jett, who's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, we're real proud out there, and it's, and it's just a great time. Watch CarsonValleyInn.com and grab those tickets early. It's not a long way to get away to the Carson Valley Inn. Retail's impact on Nevada's economy? Enormous. 8,600 businesses, large and small, employing 145,000 workers. And last fiscal year, retail paid tax on nearly $60 billion in sales. We're the Retail Association of Nevada. We support retail, we help it grow, and we mean business. R-A-N-N-V.org. What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NV Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low. And our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way. Because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. Modern Boutique Ahern Hotel and Event Center sits at the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Two floors of meeting and event space are ideal for groups and conventions. Stay in one of 200 luxurious rooms and suite. Brand your event throughout the property. Flexible event spaces make for easy planning and personalization. Take over the entire hotel with a full buyout option. Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad, a no-holds-barred political forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad. Good morning, I'm Rachel Dahl on Nevada Newsmakers. Today we are with Summer Stevens, Dr. Summer Stevens. She's a superintendent of schools at Churchill County School District out in Fallon and also the superintendent of the year for the state of Nevada for 2023. And you sit on the state school board. Yes. And I'm going to let you tell all the rest of the fabulous <laughs> things that you do because this show should be about you. And Thank I'll you. just ramble on about you. And <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> and so in, in addition to all of those things. So thank you, thank you for having me here today. Um, so it has been, it's been great to have been named the Superintendent of the Year for 2023. Um, I sit as a member of the Nevada Association of School Superintendents. I'm the past president. 
And um, one of the things that we do following that presidency is um, get an opportunity to sit as a non-voting member of the Nevada State Board of Education. And so that has been fantastic. Been serving on, in, on that board since July and will serve through June. Um, I also have a great opportunity. I serve as the vice president of the United Way of Northern Nevada in the Sierra here in Reno. Um, so I've been really fortunate to, to be part of that organization. Uh, Churchill County actually is their second leading um, fundraising county um, no for, for the United Way. And so we want to we want to keep increasing that in Churchill because we get we reap a lot of benefits yeah, over amazing. there for our kids uh, in the county. So that has been awesome. Uh, also, just being able to participate in the community in different ways. Um, and that's really one of the highlights for me and something that I grew up doing is just being um, an active member of a community. Um, got great role models in my parents. My mom once quit her job to buy the local newspaper so that it, so that it didn't go under. So those are the kind of, um, kind of experiences that I've had that, that make it really important to me. That's how we make school a community is that, you know, that we're integrated and involved. I think that's been one of the most impressive things. Um, you've been in Fallon how long? This now? is uh, the like middle of my fifth year. Yeah, <laughs> the middle of my fifth year. Okay, um, being in Nevada, so it's been great. Yeah, and as soon as you came to our community as the superintendent, um, you came from Wyoming. Mm -hmm. You went to college in Nebraska. Yep, and I'm from Nebraska okay. originally. Yeah, all so. right. But yeah, you jumped right in, and and I think that's a really important part of being superintendent yes. is seeing how the rest of the community works. Mm -hmm. It's that's a new concept. I think our superintendents in the past have been real focused on school because mm. like how do you, I often wonder how you find the time to do all that you do, but it's been so good for the community mm. to have you involved in the different things. Thank you. I, I think that if we want to get where we want to go with kids and really change the future of learning for kids, we have to all be in. Right? Yeah. We have to, it has to be a, a concerted team effort. So, you know, when I, when I arrived at the school district, we found that we didn't have a strategic plan at all. And that was something that um, they wanted to focus on. So we really started with some initial conversations with the community, like what are the big rocks? What, do you, what words do you think of when you think of Churchill County School right. District? What, what pictures, what are the things you wanna see different? And that's how we identified those big rocks, but it started to give a voice. And then um, that you know, led to just further work with really starting to identify what are those key themes that we wanna start addressing and, and changing. The district had already started down the path of really reinventing uh, learning for kids into more personalized mm -hmm. and moving to the competency-based learning approach and we still have a long way to go but that that started us out you know in that in that method and really that's what we're seeing across the state is that movement to personalize competency-based learning um, you know the pandemic with all of its unfortunate components right. really did open <clears throat> us up to something that you know I have spent my entire education career focused on personalized competency-based learning right so um, that is one of the things that drew me to Fallon uh, to Churchill County was that they had started the work um, but what's exciting now is that that's a conversation point at the state legislature at the State Board of Education with the Department of Education um, and other school districts in Nevada really starting to see that change uh, that people want to move to personalized competency-based learning. That's so exciting. Yes. And I, I love that the district had kind of, had been moving in that direction and had done a lot of work mm -hmm. to educate the community, number one, about personalized learning um, before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So so talk a little bit about, uh, about uh, did the pandemic help implement that and push it a little faster? 
I think what it did was at least we had been in the conversation, you know, journey. And it wasn't so new. It wasn't new. And so for us in Churchill, it really was created a little bit better flow for us when we had to close down. And then as we strategized about how to reopen that next fall, in the fall of 2020, how to open. Uh -huh. um, and, and we used what we knew about personalized learning and, and blended learning and using technology to you know spearhead what we were doing. And I think um, be a leader in, in, the, in the state of how that rolled out. You know, we, yeah. we were able to do that pretty well. And, you know, again, it's ultimately, we have to think about all of the people, if you're an adult of any sort, 20s, 30s, 40s, all the way up to your 90s and 100s, like school really has looked the same for you. And so uh, people who teach still had a lot to learn. So even though kids are digital natives, and even some of our teachers are digital natives, there's still a lot to learn about how to use it effectively. Right. And so we're not quite where we wanna be yet, but I think for our district, because we'd been having those conversations about like approaching learning for every single child in whatever, you know, meeting every kid where they are, meeting every staff member where they are, you know, and moving forward, that um, we were just positioned really well to transition and um, the, the stressors at the, at the initial parts of the pandemic were actually less. Because teachers already had geared up to yes. individualize. And, and, and students, That's right? That's so cool. And so, you know, we, we do definitely have a long way to go, but um, a lot of, again, education, education still to families, education to the community, because again, we didn't experience, we, we experienced school where we came to school, right. we did what we were told, and we went home. Right. And did it again the next day, you know, and we live in a time that is just so dynamic and we have to be agile. And I think we're on the journey definitely. And again, it's exciting to see that the state legislature, the Department of Ed, the state school board and other districts, like we're going to embrace this together in Nevada, I believe, to really transform learning for kids. That, that's where I thought this would go. Yeah. Talk about how that is rolling out at the state and as you're involved in the different pieces of the Department mm -hmm. of Education in Carson, how how is um, what, what we were doing in Fallon kind of evolving at the state level? How's that rolling out now? Sure. So uh, one of the things that's been really exciting prior to me getting here, the state did have a pilot. It was called the Competency-Based Education Network. Okay. And uh, our middle school in Churchill County and uh, um, a couple schools in Washoe County and a school in Clark County had actually joined the network you had, had to apply. And um, we ended up then actually applying as a whole district right after that. So we participated. There were very few schools and or districts. There wasn't any necessarily money attached, but there was some legislation that allowed for that pilot. Okay. And I think that was really important. A lot of states around us and across the country have the ability to have districts of innovation or ways that schools and districts can try new things. Uh, and have some of the other, um, you know, the red tape, the, the NRS, the policies that are created, have some latitude to yeah. either pause or, you know, move around and get opportunities to explore, right, and innovate. And so um, that was a, a one opportunity to do that. That legislation, that pilot has come to a close uh, at this point. But there was some legislation, the state of Department of Ed did implement something called the Blue Ribbon Commission and okay. parents and students and leaders and teachers and business and industry people from all over the state participated in that, gave a lot of ideas. And then actually in the last legislative session, we had a bill that allowed for distance learning to really become a little bit more prolific and 
you know, not have all the same rules as the brick and mortar mm -hmm. schools, the day-to-day, -day, the in-person learning. And so what we're excited about is how that can continue. Senator Mo Dennis, myself, and Superintendent Joan Ebert actually have done some presentations uh, across the country and been participating in that. But the beauty has been that the conversation's there. There's been some other um, some other legislators that have brought forward some ideas, but we had that piece of legislation that was really impactful and you know hopefully we'll gain some more traction and then turn into some other some other legislation right you know we have a lot of <clears throat> legislation in nevada that is pretty archaic yeah. uh, but it's just the way school has been yeah. the traditional model and it takes time it takes time to educate people it takes time to show models um, but when you don't have that ability to I guess stop doing something in for an opportunity to try out new things and innovate. Yeah, that does really uh, kind of handcuff you a bit. So that's what we are excited to try to keep doing. I know there's some legislation that's going to come out about districts of innovation and allowing lo local school boards to allow schools and the whole district to do some different things and, like I said, put a pause on the old way right. so that you get a chance to try the new way. Okay. Um, and one of the things that I think will continue to come about, you know, we have a, a state accountability model. There's a lot of things in legislation around that at the state and national level, really, that we have to, you know, demonstrate that our kids are learning. But one of the things that's going to help with that is that the state is actually adopting a portrait of a learner um, that's okay. going to say, like, what are our targets? What are we trying to shoot for here that we want all of our young people to leave our schools being able to do what you know what skill sets do we want them to have what competencies and then that allows us to have that opportunity to um, change the accountability model and not just be about tests and attendance and you know really right. concrete things but rather help us grow kids individually and really grow them into the things that we want so that Nevada is competitive you know moving into the future so the portrait of accountability would um, it's not going to replace like you will probably still have state standards but then in a big picture you have this portrait of what you want kids in a big picture to yes. to have is that exactly and then find ways to measure that okay you know right now we we again we give tests one-time snapshots and and right. you know we know that kids are more than Thursday Right. <laughs> right. Kids are a lot more than the Thursday that that test was given. Right. But the accountability model only really allows for us to look at Thursday. Right. Or that they attended school in person and sat in that How seat. How many You know, hours. and so there's lots of ways that we learn and grow right. and experiences that kids have. And so that's going to allow, I believe, for us to change the legislation moving forward because we have something to anchor to. Um, that really does matter. That's interesting. Um, and that people can get behind, right? Right, right. For sure. well, we have to take a little bit of a break, but when we come back, I want to go to the portrait of a learner, the profile of a learner, and talk about some of those specific um, goals that we're Excellent. looking for kids to have. Sounds good. Thank you. We'll be right back on Nevada Newsmakers with Dr. Summer Stevens. ProGroup Management is the place where companies can find workers' comp solutions that are designed to meet their specific business requirements. As regulations evolve, ProGroup takes a proactive approach to clear the path to make sure your business stays ahead of the curve. Knowing your workers' comp program is optimized, you can focus on other important matters related to your growing business. ProGroup Management, workers' comp that works for you. I'm here at the Carson Valley Inn in Minden with Joey Whitaker, and you've got a lot of convention space and meeting breakout space for people. Tell us about what's available. Well, we can handle a group up to about 250. 
uh, and anywhere as small as 10 or 15. So it really depends on what you're looking for, what the customer's looking for. We're open to anything. It's a beautiful drive, and if you live in South Reno, it's probably about 30, 35 minutes, so it's real easy to get to. It's not a long way to get away to the Carson Valley Inn. Truck drivers are some of the hardest working people you'll meet, delivering over 70% of America's freight and 92% of Nevada's. When there's a natural disaster, they're delivering critical supplies to help those communities recover and rebuild. Every sector of the economy and our nation's military rely on truck drivers. So let's take a moment to say thank you. On the open road or city streets, our truck drivers are rolling to make our economy and our nation stronger. Trucking moves America forward. Imagine a magical garden that feeds Carson City's hungry and homeless, teaches our high school students agriculture, creates hanging floral displays to beautify downtown, and yet charges nothing. It's not magic. It's the Greenhouse Project. It's real. It's growing. And it needs your help. Go online to CarsonCityGreenhouse.org so together we can grow it forward. This is Nevada Newsmakers. We're back on Nevada Newsmakers with Dr. Summer Stevens, who's the superintendent of the Churchill County School District, talking about kids and... Yes. <laughs> and where kids are going these days. Um, I love the idea of teachers and, and teachers being involved in all of this new evolution of education. I think we've done some really exciting things. Um, I remember, because mm -hmm. I taught at the district, I love this profile of a learner that we had, and we had that in my classroom, and we wrote about it. We wrote about what each one of the pieces of the mm -hmm. profile meant um, to kids. So, and you're wearing the t-shirt. Uh, so talk to us a little bit about what the district has done and what those specifics are, effective okay. communicator, global citizen, um, and how that the state now is gonna pick, pick that idea up. That's exciting. Excellent, well, we were fortunate to be at the front end, Rachel, of, of this work, right? And, and um, we, we were fortunate to also have it prior to the pandemic. The pandemic put us back a little bit in terms of implementation, but, um, when we wrote our strategic themes, you know, the, the district has three themes. One is that we want to ensure that all learners are life ready. Uh, second, develop the whole person. And third, to improve internal and external communication to build right. better partnerships. So um, all three really, all three of those themes really do tie back to the profile of a learner. And so our teams, we had a district strategic planning team that said, how do we ensure that all people are life ready? Right. How do we do that? And, and we chose the word learner because our district mission, at the time it was the vision, but it, it morphed into the mission, but our district's mission is everyone always learning. Right. And that means everyone. It means everyone who comes to school every day. If you're an adult or a child, it means the parents who are dropping kids off. It means our community. And we said, we want to ensure that this that this profile, um, the, the nationwide trend was is about portrait of a graduate, right? Like what okay. is the school trying to do? Um, how are we trying to help kids get to that particular point in their life? We said, you know what? We're not gonna all own this if it's not learner because the people who have a teaching license have graduated, so they're not gonna see themselves in it, right? So we right. wanted to make sure that it, it reflected our big mission of everyone always learning. And so this idea around being an effective communicator, being an inspired 
inspired, like that you have this passion and something triggers you to innovate, that you are, you know, that you are a critical thinker, that you're somebody who can collaborate because we know in our world, like that is, that is really one of the most important key skills that we can work together to solve a problem, um, that you can be a lifelong learner and that you can be a global citizen because if we can't do those things and we have not met our goal right. of learning, right? And we're about learning in our system. And so we developed that. And as we did that, then started working it back into the classroom because we want to see this be part of every day. What happens in a classroom? The traditional classroom wasn't about these things necessarily. It was right. about a specific content area and a specific standard, which those are important. But ultimately, we have phones now, we have computers now in our pockets that we can look up a lot of things. We need to have more skills, right. not just content knowledge. And so as we built those, that's really what came about is starting to work to develop what does that mean to a kindergartner in, in Churchill County? What does that mean to a teacher? What does that mean to moms and dads? And we just finished a big project last school year actually working with um, uh, some, some uh, it's called Inspired Ed 2.0 out of Las Vegas and we had a team that worked to do empathy interviews with members of our community, with students, staff, families, uh, community members, board members to talk about like is are these still the six attributes oh, you know really? it, a, in a broad sense and what that means underneath that and it was really a, it was really a great experience to like say you know do we need a 2.0 is this a different iteration and we got really great feedback so that we can keep moving forward but that's, that's what we look for in classrooms is like tell me how you're doing this how are you innovating that's how are you communicating um, and then that's where the state's going to take off so uh, at extraordinary out of um, out of Las Vegas, they actually are leading the work for the state for the Department of Education. Um, and they actually just Monday night had a great event that had families um, and parents and across the state, but they're engaging all of the school districts, all of the communities across the state over the next year in developing that state portrait. So That's we're really, really looking neat. forward to that. That's exciting. Yeah. Neat. Well, we'll take another little break and then let's talk uh, real briefly when we come back about the legislative session okay. that's coming up. All right. So we'll be back on Nevada Newsmakers. Pro Group Management specializes in providing industries with the necessary components to satisfy and exceed workers' comp requirements. Every business has unique needs and specific regulations. Pro Group Management stays ahead of the curve, providing up-to-date services to keep your industry in top form. Discover how we simplify your tasks, improve efficiency, and reduce expense to keep you moving in a positive direction. Pro Group Management, workers' comp that works for you. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com, tollsdevelopment.com. The Do It Right guys at Nevada Heating have one mission. Your furnace breaks down today, we fix it today. Why freeze for days while your furnace is down when Nevada Heating can get the job done today and you can get warm again? For nearly 50 years, locally owned Nevada Heating has been getting the job done right. Call today at 323-5585 and we'll fix it today. That's 323-5585 or online at nevadaheating.com. 
snorkel personnel lifts are engineered beyond the industry norm to an uncommon level of safety and durability and with an eye towards sustainability. They're also designed to be simple to operate and maintain. Snorkel, always at the cutting edge of progress. This is Nevada Newsmakers. Thanks for coming back to Nevada Newsmakers. We're wrapping up with Summer Stevens, who's gracious enough to come talk to us today. And as you're uh, getting ready to move into the second semester, you also get to move into the legislative session yes. that's coming up. So um, your role at the state, how, what are you guys looking at? What's coming? Fantastic. So, you know, we're excited to, um, to kind of onboard with the governor-elect and, and start working with him and his team. So that's been a really big piece of what the Nevada Association um, of School Superintendents has been doing and looking forward to. Uh, also with the state board, I can say that um, state board and, and school superintendents have similar you know, um, goals and expectations and the things that we're gonna be working toward. There are some pieces of legislation that exist right now that we know need some tweaking. There's sort of practices legislation, uh, the kindergarten start date, some of those. But ultimately, I think first and foremost, we know that the state has a new funding model. We're in our second year right. of that implementation. Uh, the funding commission just wrapped up its really big 70 page report uh, to the legislature and we know that we have to continue to look for ways to fund schools and fund education and learning in Nevada and so I think you're going to see that coming from all fronts. Okay. You're going to see the need to look at how do we do this. Um, I think we're talking about 300 million dollars over the next 10 years to even get to adequate funding oh. and um, some of the things that are being asked we know we need 300 million dollars in the next in the next budget cycle to get to some of those things that people are hoping for so we definitely know that funding is going to be on everyone's plate right. teacher retention and recruitment um, we're not in any different boat than anywhere else but you know right. what we need to we need to worry about ourselves and figure out how do we solve this here in Nevada the teacher um, the teacher crisis that we're having right so we'll be looking at that. I think that's one of the most important things right now. I, of course, there's always going to be the funding issue. Yes. But how do we keep our good teachers and how do we keep that pipeline? Yes, full? absolutely. And so um, they're going to look at that for sure over the next few few months. All right. Well, thanks for coming in. Thank I know you. we could talk for another hour, but Thank I appreciate you. you being here today. For sure. And thanks for joining us on Nevada Newsmakers. I'm here at the Carson Valley Inn in Mendham with Joey Whitaker. One of the things I love about the Carson Valley Inn here in beautiful downtown Mendham is CB steak. I have eaten here so many times. Tell folks what they can expect when they come here to eat. It's a beautiful room, great service. We have certified Angus beef, seafood, lamb, a great range of appetizers, and wonderful desserts. Jean-Michel's done a great job of selecting some beautiful wines for us. The customers love it, and we've got a great selection of cocktails as well. It's not a long way to get away to the Carson Valley Inn. Hi, I'm Renee Summerauer, digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather, and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the Valley. 
from Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube, and more. Get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com. Brian Culpa Photography was born in the rolling hills of Massachusetts, and now he can help you experience the stunning beauty of Nevada in a whole new way through the power of flight. Flying has always been a passion for Brian, and at Brian Culpa Photography, he can make your imagination soar. Brian has the creative mind and tools to tell your unique story. Experience the bird's eye view at brianculpaphotography.com. What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NV Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low. And our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way. Because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. Each day, the Children's Advocacy Alliance partners with leaders, legislators, and families across Nevada to improve children's health, education, economic well-being, and safety. We recognize Nevada will be no better than the state of its children. Be a part of this change. Be a supporter of the Children's Advocacy Alliance. For more information, go to caanv.org. As always, you can watch Nevada Newsmakers 24 hours a day at NevadaNewsmakers.com. See you on the next show.